This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. And greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. You know as the flow home known as Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got my brother, Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. Tune in to tell you smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Day two. They didn't fire us at the day one. So we got the day two, so that's good, Harry. There is a God up there, isn't it? <laughs> Ain't God good. <laughs> let the good times roll. <laughs> Ain't God let good. Let the good times roll. <laughs> but we do have a developing situation when it comes to Harry Douglas and a certain person from another show, <laughs> part of Greeny with Mike Greenberg. Now, this man who shall remain nameless, Bubba, one of the producers of that show, apparently he is so exercised that you, Harry Douglas, that you've never in your life had a meatball sandwich. Bubba was exercised at you. He is determined that you're going to break that that seal and have a meatball sandwich before the end of 2023. He is very aggressive towards me. He is. Because I have not, still haven't gotten a meatball sub yet. And, he, you know, I can mock Bubba very well. I can't believe you haven't got a meatball sub, Harry. This is unbelievable. How dare you disrespect the meatball sub family. That's Bubba. And I love and I, and I love me some and I love me some Bubba. When we talk about yes. that meatball sub, oh, he gets it. I he see gets Bubba it. Tur- yeah. go from zero to a hundred real quick, like he was in the in the studio with Drake making a dog on something. <laughs> he looked at you as if you told him that we're never ever going to have Christmas ever again. I can't believe you, Harry. How dare you not eat a meatball sub? It should be at the top of your list. You were lucky that you had. Like I'm damn Italian or something. Like exactly. a meatball sub be top of my list. Like put it this way. Maybe he thinks that Bubba, he appreciates a meatball sandwich. He believes that you should appreciate a meatball sandwich. And he's not going to have any slander I have anymore. A, I have a confession, though. What's the confession? I did tell Bubba that I was going to eat one. So I haven't uh-huh. held up my end of the bargain. Oh, uh, false promises. So, so I think that's another reason why Bubba's a little upset with me. But Bubba, mm-hmm. I am going to eat that meatball sub. Just not right now because now right. I'm fasting from red meat. Okay. <laughs> and how long is the fast going to last? So I'm going to go, I'm going to try to go like a, like two months. I did okay. it two oh, separate really? times this, this summer. So Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go two months. And Why would you need the fast in the kind of shape that you're in? Because I wasn't where I felt like I needed to be. Okay. And I wanted to be. You know, you got to be comfortable in your skin. And I'm always comfortable in my skin, Freddie. But, you know, I have a couple I suits. You. I have about nine or ten suits right. that I were a little it. snug on me. They were snug. And, and when I put they them were, on last they, year, they, they, they were, were a little snug. They were but guess snuggly. what? I got words. I got, I got a word for the people. Okay. I'm in them now, baby. Yes. So I'm now. in them now. I've so, been hitting my core, doing my abs. I texted okay. the group this morning. Yes, you did. Because, you know, Brother Dev was supposed to, Devin Kane, Brother Dev, I call him Brother Dev, was supposed to meet me in the gym. Uh-huh. And he left me stranded by myself. Did you actually think that Dev was going to show up? Yeah, he, he it sounded very, very encouraging. Foolish, foolish, well, Harry. You, I asked you what time you were going to go, and you said, uh, if it's 24 hours, I might show up at 5 a.m., and I'm like, well, I'm not doing that. Devin's like, I'm out. <laughs> well, I thought you were going early. If you, if you were going to go at like, what, you, like 8, 8 o'clock or whatever you went, <laughs> I, I would have went. I think I went at 7. Yeah, I probably would have done that, but 5 yeah. is where I cut it off. So I, that's where we left the night. So I was like, I'm not doing that. What time did you go to sleep? I went to bed like... 11.30. Okay. Oh, I ain't going to ask no more questions, Brother no, Dev. Dev wants his full eight hours. 100%. Full, I full, need it. Right, full eight hours he wants and full eight hours he's going to have. Eight hours? Yeah. Hey, he's not what? A, He's not a parent like you are. <laughs> you don't get eight. Lord <laughs> Even have Shannon mercy. Shannon said, like, parents don't get eight hours. 
<laughs> kids just don't understand. No. <laughs> Harry also like grinds tape at like three in the morning. He does, so. man. He Literally went straight from dinner last night to like, watch his seriously. film. Seriously, <laughs> like he's using this show as a, sep- a stepping stone to NFL head coaching <laughs> job. When it's all said and done, speaking of the National Football League, ten minutes from it's like the jungle in Denver sometimes. And Sean Payton may not wonder about Russell Wilson taking the Broncos under. That's that message coming up in about ten minutes. But let's get the show Graham started with the main thing. 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 The main the main thing with Freddie and Harry. So we're getting ready for night one of the National Football League tomorrow. The Denver, excuse me, I'm thinking of Denver. The Detroit Lions taking on the Kansas City Chiefs, and two people may not be there. Travis Kelsey, tight end of the Denver of the Kansas City Chiefs. Now I got Denver in my mind. Think about the whole the message song involving Russell Wilson and Sean Payton. Travis Kelsey may not be there. His brother has an update in his brother's condition. His brother plays for the Philadelphia Eagles. But Harry, we know Chris Jones ain't going to be there. And when he was at an event today, he let it be known exactly where things stand between him and the Kansas City Chiefs. Can't really talk about it. Hopefully it gets worked out. You know, um, it's always been my goal to be a Kansas City Chiefs for life. I've, um, I've said that multiple times on social media platforms, from interviews, and they know where I, my position is at, and uh, hopefully we can get something worked out. But it's, it's been okay. Peaceful for me. I've been in Miami um, just training, staying focused, understanding that um, this is a process. You miss your teammates, though, and your guys, you know, I mean, all the OTAs, mini camps, and all that stuff. You miss that part of it right now? I've been keeping in contact with my teammates. Uh, I'm still working out every day, still doing similar things that they do in training camp. Um, the camaraderie, you know, we got a lot of new players. Um, miss that aspect of it, but I'll be ready to go when that time falls. It sounds like somebody wants to be there, but he is going to stand on his principles and say, you know what I'm worth. You know what I want. You know what I need. Kansas City. What you gonna do? And about he has that? every right to. You talk about a phenomenal player, a guy that has anchored that defense for the last what, uh, four or five years. The consistent, the constant, the playmaker, the physical specimen, the long arms. Even when he's double teamed, he finds a way to make it work. Mm-hmm. Fifteen and a half sacks from the D tackle position last season. But he's a guy that's versatile. He can is. play in different spots on that defensive line, and that's what I really love about Chris Jones. And you have a young secondary who got a ton of uh, experience last season. But that secondary does go, I think, the secondary and the defensive line, they go hand in hand, right? When you have someone like Chris Jones doing the things and being disruptive up front and, and sacking the quarterback and actually making things or making them get rid of the football earlier. Right. It been, it's beneficial for the secondary and those guys back there trying to anchor the defense from that standpoint. It, you, and just hearing the tone in his voice because he clearly he understands. He wants to be there. Absolutely. The last thing you would want if you're Chris Jones is to have your team go out there without you. And it's not about an ego thing. It's not about satisfying his selfishness because he's not a selfish guy. But he also clearly knows exactly his value, and he wants to make sure the Kansas City Chiefs recognize that value. He's like, look, y'all can't treat me like I'm a running back in the National Football League. You know what I can do. And you know I'm the MVP of this defense. I'm the second most important player in this team behind Patrick Mahomes, the quarterback. Because without me, this defense is not the same. Not saying he's the Patrick Mahomes of the defense, but he has that kind of impact that if he's not there, that defense is going to be weak in Kansas City. that's the business side of the National Football League, right? We understand the physical part, the game, people going out there lining up. No matter what position they play, the offense, the defense, the coaches – but now let's move to the front office side of things. And now yeah. as a player, when you have to handle your business off of the football field, 
and make sure you're compensated in the right way. Mm -hmm. So that's why I don't fault Chris Jones for wanting the money that he wants because he's worked his entire life to be in this situation. And it's a damn good situation to be in if you're Chris Jones. Now, the, from Kansas City's side of things, they're looking at Patrick Mahomes. They're looking at, you know, Travis Kelsey as being uh-huh. the best at their positions in the National Football League and Mahomes being the best player, and they're not making top dollar. But Chris Jones is saying, what the hell they got to do with me? I need my money. You, you remember the movie Ha Ha? And the guy, <laughs> I need money with, 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 with the grill on his, with teeth. The grill on his teeth. I need money. That's Chris Jones. <laughs> I need money. <laughs> he need, he yeah. need his money. Yes, he does. And you mentioned Travis Kelsey, who doesn't need the money. I don't know if he has grills, but if anybody can have grills in the NFL on their teeth, Travis Kelsey could be that guy yep. that would have grills. Well, whatever grilling is going on to make sure he's ready tomorrow night, that question is still there. After hyperextending his right knee in practice, his availability is still in question when it comes to Kansas City playing tomorrow night. By the way, Harry Douglas, Freddie coming together on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. But Jason Kelsey's the brother, Travis Kelsey. They don't play in the same team. Same team pool, but not in the same team. He plays with the Philadelphia Eagles. When he was on Sports Radio 94 WIP, he gave the status of his brother. And I'm sure plenty of people in Kansas City are wondering what the heck was that about. Trev, I know he's got some swelling going on. Sounds like as long as they can get that down, yeah. um, you know, he, he's going to have a chance to go. The ligaments and everything are intact structurally. Uh, from what we know right now, uh, his knee's fine. So really it's about getting that swelling down and then seeing how bruised that bone is. So when they have a Grey's Anatomy reboot, I guess Jason Kelsey can be Dr. Jason Kelsey because he broke that down just like a doctor saying this and this and that and that. Why is Jason Kelsey going on a radio exactly. show talking about his brother's injury? Because blood is thicker than team when it comes My to the Kelsey goodness. family. If, if I'm Kansas City and I heard that, I'm thinking, wait, 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 wait. Travis, I know you guys You can't tell your brother anything anymore. No. That's the worst kind of pillow talk ever. (laughs) He's probably going, Jason, I told you that in confidence. Hey, you didn't say that. Because I can relate. You know, my brother, Tony Douglas, played in the NBA for eight seasons. He's overseas now. So there's times where he would tell me things about him, and I would tell him things about me on an injury front. Right. But nobody else is going to hear about that. No, not at all. But based on that now, let's, let's take Dr. Kelsey, Dr. Jason Kelsey at his word. Are you playing him tomorrow night? If you're Andy Reid, if he says, look, coach, I'm good. I know there's things I can't do. I know I'm going to have to be compromised, but I want to be out there opening day. I have never missed an NFL game, meaning Travis Kelsey has never missed an NFL game with an injury. Coach, let me work. Let me cook. I'm good. If he comes to you and you're Andy Reid and you're the head coach when it comes to Harry Douglas, what decision are you making? Personally, no. Because there's always a bigger picture. And sometimes as players and being a former one, you have to be protected from yourself. Right. Because naturally you, you're going to be amped up and you want to get out there on the football field. You want to be there for your team. You want to showcase your talents. You want to dance in the end zone. You want to celebrate. You have Patrick Mahomes, so you feel good. But at the same time, it's a marathon, not a sprint. There's an end goal mm-hmm. That's a, at, a, to add another Super Bowl to the Kansas City Chiefs organization to add another Super Bowl to your resume. Right. Right? So, you, I, personally, I, I don't want him to go out there if he can't function the way he wants to function. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that, when you're talking about the releases off the line of scrimmage, well, Travis Kelsey has releases like a wide receiver. When there's a defender in press coverage and he has to get off the line, whether he's using his quickness to go left or right, or if he's using his strength to lean on a, a body of a defender. You talk about his route running. 
in how excellent it, it is for a guy his size and at the tight end position runs routes like a wide receiver. And then lastly, I have the yards after the catch. We see Travis Kelsey do so many dynamic things right. once the football is in his hand. It's not, his hands. it's not just, you know, catch it and he goes down. Catch it and you better tackle him because he can take it to the end zone for a score. Mm-hmm. So when I mention all those things, if those things are going to be, you know, minimized a little bit because of your knee and the swelling, why go out there and risk something further if right. you're not 100%? Now, the, only, the other thing I could think about, too, is, you know, maybe he wants to go out there and be a decoy or whatnot. But, I, w- but I would say this. Richie James, Sky Moore, Kandarius Tony, Rasheed Rice, Justin Ross, tight end Noah Gray and Blake Bell, time for you to step up. It's time for you to step up. You know, what? One of your main, your main, your main things. One of your main dogs is down. <laughs> right, right, it's time for you, pause. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for you to step up. <laughs> time for you to step up. And I'm sure that message probably been conveyed to them by Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Yep. Whether Travis Kelsey is going to be out there or not, he is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Appreciate you joining us today on Freddie and Harry and ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Insurance of motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at one eight hundred Progressive and Progressive.com. Do I feel the pressure? No. You know, I don't run from it. You know, I look forward to it. I think Russell Wilson has a lot to prove after last year's performance. He didn't play well last year. Now under Sean Payton, it'll be interesting to see how he responds in an offense that we know has had great success. Well, 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 welcome to the jungle known as Denver. And the lead line is not Russell Wilson. It's Sean Payton. Part of a Seth Wickersam story on ESPN.com. One thing jumped out about Sean Payton offering career advice, and he didn't mention any words regarding his quarterback. Harry, according to this article, I'm going to read it word for word, but not word for word because I don't want to get fired on day two of the show. He told Wilson that to salvage his career, he needed to focus less on Russell, comma, Inc. Will you stop kissing all the bleeping babies, he said, meaning Sean Payton, you're not running for public office, end quote. It's like the jungle sometimes. He's not going to wonder how they keep them going under. (laughs) Sean Payton is not letting that happen. It's no coincidence, Harry, that this comes out before week one. Week one right around the corner involving the Denver Broncos. Let me attack what Sean Payton just said. And I had a history teacher, Miss Mary Kaiser, one of my favorite teachers of all time. Okay. You know what what Miss Kaiser used to tell me? What? Tell the truth and shame the devil. (laughs) Sean Payton said, I'm going to let everyone know right now. And quite honestly... I've said this on numerous of occasions. I feel the same way. Okay, you have. Like for now, Russ is Russ is a good dude, and it's nothing wrong with that. But sometimes when it comes to sports, when you're competing, your teammates don't want to hear you always go up to the podium in post games and be politically correct. They they want that dog to come out. Okay, not that not that puppy. They want that dog. <laughs> they want to see that dog. They want to see that you're grimy and you're and you're capable of that at times. Sure. I'm not saying all the times. I'm not saying you can't be buttoned up majority of the times. But, you know, through and through, like I would say this. You know, Matt Ryan, we played with Matt Ryan. We win a game back on the plane. Hell, Matt Ryan back there drinking a beer or two with us. Right. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. think Russ is in the, in the back of the plane drinking a beer with his guys? Here's the better question. Do you think Russell Wilson is actually drinking a beer? No. Okay. No. Nope. Maybe, maybe a, a light ale <laughs> and old duel. And I ain't saying he got a drink, so people don't, exactly. take, don't take it out of context. Yeah, Just exactly. understand what I'm trying to say here. But right. w- when your teammates, and I think that's one of the issues that, that you know they had in Seattle, when your teammates don't view, as, view, view you as one of them mm-hmm. because you isolate yourself and, you know, 
you're always taking, and it's bad that I'm about to say this, you're oh always taking the high road. Man, sometimes I want you to bark back. Okay. Sometimes I need you to bark back. All right, I'll go on the other side of that. What if that's not him? What if he doesn't want that to be him? What if the him you're looking for is something that either he doesn't want to do, he doesn't want to be a part of, or more importantly, maybe, he's incapable of doing something like that? Because you need this guy to win. Yep. But how many times, Harry, you and I both know this. We don't want somebody to be a part two of somebody else. Yep. Whoever the first one of you is, I want to see that first one. And if that's the first one that is Russell Wilson, then this is really not going to work in Denver. Because Sean Payne has dealt with dudes. He had one for a long time in New Orleans with Drew Brees. We all remember the pregame. He'd get everybody in the middle, and he started doing the whole thing. Win, 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 and have everybody get fired I'm, up. I'm going to give you an example. Yeah. And I understand Tom Brady is Tom Brady. When Tom Brady going back and forth with Tyron Matthew. Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about. Right. That's the kind of stuff I'm talking about. You, go back at him. Okay. But, go back at him, Russ. Yeah, but what if Russell Wilson doesn't want to do that? Can't do that. Know what I'm saying? Has no interest in doing that. Then what in New Orleans, in, in in Denver? Uh oh. Exactly. Uh oh. Because Sean Payton, Sean Payton put that out there, and this part of that interview, that article by Seth Wickersham, ESPN.com, what Sean Payton is looking for, he's laying the groundwork to say, I'm not going to try to win with that. That's not my guy. I know he's been great. It wasn't that long ago. We were talking about Russell Wilson being an elite quarterback in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. Sean Payton's like, I don't care. The elite that he has to be can't work here. But there's way too much money that they committed to Russell Wilson that was there before Sean Payton took over the football Sean team. And Sean Payton don't care about any dollar that they committed to. Okay. Because he he's viewing it as, y'all brought me in here to be the savior to get the Denver Broncos back to competing for NFL championships. And Sean Payton is viewing, if we can do it with Russ, great. Right. If not, oh well. It, but we'll know everything we need to know within the first four games of the season because, see, they, they start out with the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. Then they play the Commanders. Right. Then they play the Miami Dolphins. Right. Then they play the Chicago Bears. Okay. If they aren't 3-1 and one they should be three with and that one. schedule, yeah, they should be. I don't know what's going to happen in Denver. Well, I probably do know what's going to happen in Denver. It's probably going to be a quarterback change uh, because let me tell you the next few games. Okay. Right? They have the Jets, right. the Chiefs, uh-huh. the Packers, the uh-huh. Chiefs again, uh-huh. Buffalo. Okay. So you think Jared Stidham, if they're one and three, you think Jared Stidham will be the starting quarterback? I, I would say I would say I would give him the first six weeks. Okay. I give him the first six weeks. Okay. And if it doesn't look the way Sean Payton mm-hmm. wants it to look, because that's a guy that I played against on numerous of occasions, from being in Atlanta, him being in New Orleans. I understand what that offense wants to do. Okay. Timing, rhythm, not holding on to the football, uh, multiple personnel groupings. Shifting, motion, motioning. These are all the type of things that a Sean Payton offense demands. And I've seen Drew Brees in pregame warm-ups uh, with, with nobody there yeah. going through all his fakes, pumping, going through all his reads as if he's in the game. And then I watched him display it on the football field. All right, I'll throw this at you. If after six weeks, let's say they're three and three, two and four. To use the great term from Reese Davis, your college game that compadre, if they're ungood after six weeks, then what are you doing? What do you think is going to happen? I think Sean Payton will make a quarterback change. Which means that Jackson three, will be the quarterback. And, three and three. Three and three is is, is decent, though. Okay. Two but and two four. Two and four, one and five. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Next man up. Okay. Jared Stidham. Keep that arm ready. Next man <laughs> up. You can join the Freddie and, and Harry hotline. You can do that anytime you want at Triple H, say ESPN, 888 729 3776. Harry believes if the Broncos are 
one and five, two and four after six weeks. Russell Wilson is going to be out. Sierra's going to be mad. And Jackson is going to be the starting quarterback. Let us know what you think. Join the FOH hotline, Freddie and Harry hotline, and give us your thoughts at 888-729-3776. He is Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Cohen. Thanks for joining us today on Freddie and Harry. ESPN NFL insider Lewis Riddick said this about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett was voted captain in his second year, something that Ben Roethlisberger didn't achieve in his second year in, in Pittsburgh. Him and George Pickens are about to go off. Wait until you hear what else he said after that. Keep it here on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and Sirius XM Channel 80. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman together on Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Series XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on TuneIn and tell that smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Hit us on the X anytime you want. Harry's handle at HDouglas83, my handle at Coleman ESPN. We're going to bring in Andrew Hawkins, ESPN NFL Ants, about to join Harry Douglas and the crew on NFL Live. But before we get to Andrew Hawkins, Check out what Lewis Riddick, ESPN NFL Insider, to say about what he believes will happen this year for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Kenny Pickett was voted captain in his second year, something that Ben Roethlisberger didn't achieve in his second year in, in Pittsburgh. Him and George Pickens are about to go off. Okay, folks? They're about to go off. George Pickens is about to vie for all pro consideration of wide receiver, and Kenny Pickett is going to vie for postseason consideration for a Pro Bowl berth, too. I'm just putting it out there. The guy is ready to explode. Andrew Hawkins, you heard that. He's just putting it out there. What are your thoughts what Lunas Riddick had to say about the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2023? Yeah, I don't hate it, to be honest. I mean, we all look at kind of the AFC North, and, you know, we know that the Browns are super talented. We know the Bengals have kind of been the toast of the town, and we know that the Baltimore Ravens have improved, and they've paid their MVP-level quarterback. And I think in a lot of ways we've all forgotten about the Steelers in some sense because they didn't look the way they typically do a year ago. 
And I I don't think he's wrong because I think that's more of a positive. When you have a rookie quarterback coming in and they were still able to put together a decent season, if you watch Kenny Pickett this offseason, he does look more confident. We know George Pickens is extremely confident. And just as a whole of the Steelers' pieces around the quarterback are pretty much as talented as they've ever been. And so the missing link has been the QB. And from everything that I've seen in Kenny Pickett and even in his poise last year, and figuring it out, I don't think that's a crazy assessment. And I would say this. I love everything I've seen from Kenny Pickett this preseason. Uh, You touched on it a little bit, Hawk. He looks confident the way the ball is coming off his hands. He understands exactly where to go, what the coverage is doing, Mm -hmm. looking off safeties or whatnot, scrambling out of the pocket, still looking downfield, delivering the football, to the point to where I'm picking – the Pittsburgh Steelers, to beat the San Francisco 49ers in week one. I said it. I said it. Really? Now, that's not just based off Kenny Pickett. It's also based off the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, collectively as a whole Mm -hmm. and what they've been able to do last year versus Joe Burrow in the Cincinnati Bengals in game one, in the previous year versus Josh Allen in the Buffalo Bills in game one. Now, Hawk, I'm going to leave that right there. And I'm going to go to Sean Payne because Sean Payne been making some damn highlights this offseason. Wait, hold on a second. Andrew, re- re- react to what he just said about he's got Pittsburgh being in San I Francisco. I was going to leave it there. No, no, you can leave it there. Well, we're not leaving okay. it there. No. Okay. A- Andrew, re- what did he ha- react to what he just said. He, he He's on the Pittsburgh train. He's on the black and gold train. He thinks they're beating San Francisco with that train. Opening day. Andrew, react to that. Uh, I hate to say uh, – I can't say that I completely agree with them. I do have the 49ers winning, but it's not terrible because okay. they're playing in Pittsburgh and there's a lot of elements around the 49ers that, you know, they, they, they have to figure out, right? Brock Purdy is coming back from an injury. Um, he hasn't had a full offseason to be there with the team. There is obviously the, the Bosa on the defensive side of the ball, um, as well as George Kittle being banged up. I mean, there is a lot of elements that work in favor of the Pittsburgh Steelers. And Nika Fitzpatrick is a guy who is a difference maker, right? And Brock Purdy, um, you know, he's going to have to go against a guy like that for the first time that I think, you know, could, in his first game back from injury, it could ruffle some of the 49er feathers. That's all I'm saying. So I'm not going to call you crazy, (laughs) Harry. I'm going to say you're wrong. (laughs) <laughs> so I love you all. What, what do you make of Sean Payton's comments about Russell Wilson? I like it, to be honest. I, I think it. I think it's spot on. I think. I think in a quarterback to Russell Wilson's magnitude, um, you know, there there does have to kind of you know you have to keep that chip on your shoulder, but also you got to not give a damn what people say from time to time, right? And, and how you play, like go out there. It actually rubbed me the wrong way about when Russell Wilson struggled a year ago. Okay. How the narrative around him completely flipped. And, yes, you have to make plays, and, yes, you have to do things, but it almost felt like as if he didn't have a whole decade of football that we watched where he was a great quarterback, a good quarterback, a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. And I think a lot of that is because of Russell Wilson and how he approaches it. Like, you do have to have that, you know, kind of I don't give a damn um, as you go on, especially as you – what you've done in your career. And I think it, he's at the point in his career now where it will hold him back as a player 
if he doesn't get some of that chip on his shoulder. Two NFL wide receivers sticking together. I'm talking about Andrew Hawkins, ESPN NFL analyst, backing up Harry Douglas, who feels the Man, same he, way. He, he <laughs> know you need them dogs out there. Yes, he does. I, yeah. And I use the example, Hawk, that Tom Brady going at Tyron Matthew in the Super Absolutely. Bowl. Sometimes you need your guy that, that's supposed to be leading the charge to go back at somebody like that. You can't be trying to be politically Absolutely. correct all the time. I don't want to hear that. If I'm your teammate, I don't want to hear that. I don't. Hawk know, Hawk know what I'm talking about. Absolutely. You got to have that guy in the huddle. Like, well, I got to feel good about the plays you're going to make. I got to feel like we're in a good spot no matter what because we got you. Right. Right? It doesn't matter what they do. It doesn't matter who's playing well in their team. It doesn't matter what the score is. It doesn't matter what the record of the season is. As long as we have you, we have a chance. And your demeanor sends that message more than anything you could say in a pregame speech, on the sideline, mic'd up, and what have you. That's that's a mentality, Harry, and it's absolutely contagious. Okay, let me see. So Russell Wilson does not have Andrew Hawkins and Harry Douglas <laughs> on his Christmas list. Got it. I just want to make sure we got that understood as far as that goes. <laughs> Andrew Hawkins, ESPN, NFL analyst, hit him on social media. At Hawk, 10 seconds left. If you're the coach of Kansas City, are you playing Travis Kelsey tomorrow night? Yeah, no. You don't have to. They, they, they can win without Travis Kelsey because they have Patrick Mahomes. So I – Give them the rest. It's a good opportunity to get your other receivers into the offense, especially the young guys you have coming in who are here for the first year and some people that are playing more than they ever played. This is the opportunity to do that and not risk further injury to a guy that isn't 100% yet that you need down the stretch, guaranteed. Okay. And wide receivers, something else, aren't they? Well, I played it in college, but you guys play in the NFL. You guys are on a different <laughs> level. But we do stick together as far as that goes. Andrew, Grace, they'll holler at you soon, my man. Thanks again. Thank you, guys. Andrew Hawkins, ESPN NFL analyst. Hit him on the X at Hawk part of social media. Hit us on social media anytime you want. My man Harry's handle, HDouglas83. My handle at Coleman ESPN. It is Freddie and Harry. Thanks for being a part of it and also allowing it to be a part of you. The Meatball Sub Update starring Harry Douglas and also a co-worker. We're going to get to that. And then after that, is it about to be over this soon when it comes to Deion Sanders and the Colorado Buffaloes? Say what? We'll say it next on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Hey, it's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Proman. Always appreciate you joining us on Freddie and Harry. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio as well as the ESPN app. Series so XM Channel 80. Tune in and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. We we're going to discuss, is it over so soon? For the Colorado Buffaloes and Deion Sanders, number 22 in the country, about to play Nebraska. We're going to move on from that and save that for later. Why? According to Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL insider, Nick, Nick Bosa has a lot more money now. Five years, $170 million extension with the San Francisco 49ers, including $122.5 million. What? In guaranteed money by a wide margin. Harry Douglas, it makes him the highest-paid defensive player in history. Adam Sheff, the ESPN NFL insider. Nick Bosa, the 49ers, they are going to be married once again with $170 million in extension money over five years, $122.5 million in guaranteed money by a wide margin, makes him the highest-paid defensive player in NFL history. Very deserving. You talk about a guy that was defensive player of the year last year in the National Football League, a game-changer, 18-and-a-half sacks, since he's come into the National Football League in 2019, his rookie season, he had nine sacks. Now, he had the injury in 2020, only played two games, didn't record any sacks. But the uh, year after that, in 2021, 15 and a half sacks. Now, you add a Nick Bosa who you know is going to be there now, and they also got to, you know, I know he's working out on his own, uh-huh. but you just don't want to go out, have him out there playing every single play. You got to monitor him because he right. wasn't in training camp. Right. And you know, whatever you do, training on your own is different from actually being there going against guys. Uh-huh. But you brought in Javon Kinlaw. Uh, uh, excuse me. You brought in uh, Javon Hargrave, Javon Hargrave mm-hmm. from the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, that's a rough customer right there, man. To go with those other rough customers in San and Francisco. And you look at everybody, Eric Armstead and – and company, and everything else that they have on that defensive Fred line. Fred Warner, all those guys oh, in the linebacker goodness. crew, no doubt. And I picked the Pittsburgh Steelers, didn't I? <laughs> and I'm still confident in my pick. In the words of Vincent Price I'm in the song Thriller. I'm still confident in my pick. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, man, this in their family history from their father and the athleticism to Joey yeah. Bosa to, mm-hmm. you know, the better of all of them, Nick Bosa. Yeah, how about that? That's going to be a paid family. Well, it is a paid They're family. They're already there. They're just getting paid more money, more money, more what? money. Yeah, with with no. this deal for Nick Bosa now, do you guys think this puts any more pressure on the Chiefs to get something done with Chris Jones? Wow. Devin Kane, that's a really good question. Most certainly. Yeah, You think so? 
Most certainly. Okay. Uh, share, and, with the, and said, share with the class. I want no, to hear no, this. No, I'm saying like it puts pressure on them like, okay, dang, they got their guy. Okay. We don't have their guy. But see, the difference is. What's the difference? One team has Patrick Mahomes, the other team doesn't. Yeah, they have Brock Purdy. So, to me, that's why I don't think it puts any more pressure on Kansas City. Well, just a tiny bit. No, it's, it's, I'm on, not saying on, it's, on a, it's... On a percentage scale between with 100 being the highest, zero being the lowest. 10%. It's 10%? 10%. That's to, little. It's little. To me, it's, le- it's, it's 0%. You know why? Because if you're the Kansas City Chiefs, you know that Chris Jones has dug his trench and you've dug your trench. He's already put it out there that, hey, I'll sit out the first eight games to get what I want. Kansas City, to me, has already made a plan to say he's not going to be the first day games. Well, he got you know, and he has to come game eight. He has to be there. Right, he has to be there by game Midnight, eight. By game nine. So, yeah, he yeah. was the first eight. He'll be there by game nine. Yep. Or then he gets no money this year. If anything, that pressure's more on Chris Jones. What is he going to do? I think he blinks first before the Kansas City Chiefs. You never got that sense with San Francisco. No, they were going to get Nick that deal Bosa. Done. It was never like anonymous sources saying, well, you know, Nick's unhappy and, you know, that... They're, they're, he's doing the best he can, but they're treating him like Will Smith from the pursuit of happiness, trying to put him on the streets and being homeless. You never heard any of that between these two. And I'm not saying it's gotten acrimonious with Kansas City and Chris Jones, but Stone Cold Jones said, I'll, I'll sit out the first date. I don't have to be Well, 10% there. is not a lot. It's still a little. It's still more than zero, and I'm at zero. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and get that 10%, them tithes and offerings. But I'll tell you what, you'll take or that tithes, 10%. Yeah, you got to give 10% to the church. You know, If the church door is going to be open, make sure your pockets follow along. church say amen. <laughs> well, right now, Nick Bosa saying amen and hallelujah. You better believe he Getting is. that kind of money. And I love what you said in terms of well-earned and well-deserved because as great as that defense is, he gives them the, the identity. He gives them that toughness. And that's not sliding anybody else in that defense. Yep. That's not sliding what Robert Sala did before he got the Jets head coaching job or D'Amico Ryans, what he did before he got the Houston Texas coaching job. Both of those guys defensive coordinators. But when you look at that 49ers defense, their attitude comes from that dude when it comes with Nick Bosa. Well, no, he's a he's a game ch- changer, a game wrecker. And you mentioned attitude. It was something that, you know, me and Andrew Hawkins was just talking about Absolutely. with you. Absolutely, yep. You got to have that yeah. dog, man. You got to have that guy that you know no matter what. Hey, he going to go get it. Okay, how how critical is that for those who don't know more than ever before and not just with defensive players in the NFL? How critical is that, that you can look at any guy in any position and say, if, if you ain't got that wolf wolf in you, then you better wolf your behind on out of here. Man, I played with some guys. I played with Derrick Henry. He had it. The center that we had, Ben Jones. Ben Jones used to walk the field with no shoes on, barefoot, whether it was uh, negative degrees, whether it was hot as hell outside. And you just people watching that, oh, you you, you know he don't give a damn about anything. <laughs> You know he'll stick his nose in there and put it. He don't care. That guy's got issues that you know, don't require Roddy, tissues. Roddy White was like that when I played in um in Atlanta, man. Yeah. Straight dog. Well, I know you were like that. Straight, you still you are. Better believe it. You still are. You better believe it. Don't run up on me. <laughs> run up on somebody else. <laughs> or he might bite you if you're not careful. <laughs> How much of a wolf wolf is going on with the New York Jets, and are they really the villains of the National Football League? This is Freddie and Harry, and this is ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.